Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Madness at the start of Rampage. Madness. Also, hello, my friends, and welcome to Ups and Downs for Rampage with me, Simon Miller. I appreciate you being here. And as we are at the start of the video doing a little bit of intro, don't forget to watch Ups and Downs for SmackDown today because I've now decided we're linking everything together. So you wouldn't just watch episode one, episode seven of The Last of Us, would you? Support ups and downs. I don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah, it was the Backball Combat Club, taken on the Dark Order, taken on Aussie Open, taken on Top Flight. I can only presume, because all of them had sucked in the Battle Royals recently, they were like, well, we've got to get our frustrations out somewhere. We also continue to tease that the BCC and the Dark Order are going to have a feud, because before this even kicked off, Claudio Castagnoli, Wheeler Yuta, John Silver and Alex Reynolds got into it, and they were throwing the fisticuffs. It also meant eventually we got into Top Flight versus Aussie Open, and I realised I need that match properly, because Top Flight just jump around the place, and Aussie Open are such good bases, and some of the stuff they did here in about eight seconds... I was like, yep, I'm in. I mean, Darius just took both Aussies down with a Hurricane Rana when Dante was here with his slingshot-type move, which is always good. When Claudio and Silver got back in there, and they just got back to scrapping. Johnny Hungy was also crazy here, because he was just punching and punching and punching and punching. When he forgot what he was doing, he sent a message to his brain, and his brain went, I think you should keep on punching. So he went back to punching. Castagnoli then need him in the ribs, because why not? But this just sent Silver even more crazy. He started running around taking out everyone. I tell you, he a damn good wrestler. It really did suck to be him because then Claudio caught him in a backbreaker, so he broke his back. When not only did we see Preston Vance and Roos watching this from backstage, but the Empire are also looking on. Sorry, the Kingdom, not the Empire. Who the hell is the Empire? The Kingdom, the Kingdom were looking on. I was like, well, how are they all going to get involved? I remembered I don't write the show. Hell, I don't even know the names of the teams. This is when it was really you was time to tag in there, and fair play to this guy. He has totally established himself as a bad guy because when he started beating the crap out of people, do you know what the fans did? They went boo, and I don't think they were saying boo earns. Darius was then back in murking Aussie Open, which is his new favourite thing to do as he hit this awesome crossbody. And this is when we just got all the mad dives and near falls. And one of the breakups by John Silver, oh my gosh, I tell you, it made me go, he's done it, he hadn't. It also led to this awesome double super kick when we started to tease that everyone could win. When the Dark Order basically did that combo Mortal Kombat fatality move that ends with a German suplex, which probably would have been the finish, but Wills was watching this, he was like, no, it's not ending like that. He zoomed in and he applied that seatbelt pin thingamajig that he does do. He got the one, two, three. This is one of those matches I haven't done justice at all. It was proper chaos. The BCC and Dark Order also continued a brawl after this, and I think we're doing that match on the pre-show for Revolution. I mean, why not? It makes no difference, even though that show is going to be so damn long. But I am going to give it an up. It's always the best thing about Rampage. The first match is always totally crazy. 
gets me excited. We then got this great video focusing on Hangman Adam Page versus John Moxley, and I'm so scared about that match because 90% of this was just looking at blood on the floor, and I was like, that was weird. When we cut to a Jungle Boy video who said, hey, Christian, I've got an idea for our match. It should be the final burial. What? So now they're actually going to kill each other because that's what a final burial means. I mean, I have a first burial, do you? Now, I suppose this is going to be a buried alive match, but once again, 2023 is just crazy. Who thought we'd have this stipulation between Jack Perry and Christian Cage? Although, once again, when I did tell my brain, my brain was like, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Because again, when it gets to the Revolution pay-per-view, it just means it will be paced better. So now I'm doubly excited, even though I don't really want to see somebody get buried. That makes you a creep. Riho versus Emi Sakura was next. That's flubbing fantastic. It also felt like the early days of AEW, and they just beat the shit out of each other, especially because at one point, Sakura grabbed Riho literally by the hair and started throwing her around. Now, later on, she also grabbed her and threw her into Barry Barricade. How many times do I have to do this? Also, I want to shout out the guy on Dynamite that did have his own Justice for Barry Barricade sign. It's not fair. He's just doing his job We've got to protect bears at all costs. Rio then eventually was doing that badass Matrix thing she does to get out of the way of moves when I realized the fans were going crazy for her. This happens every single damn time. She just has something about her and people gravitate towards it. It didn't really help because eventually Sakura nailed her with this awesome tilt-a-world backbreaker. And that move is always good. And after she had once again used Barry Barricade as some kind of a weapon, she hit this neckbreaker. And as I always do, I was like, well, I tell you, that's going to break her neck. That makes you screwed up. Rio kept trying to fight back from underneath because she's so good at that role. But eventually, Emmy just hit her with this lariat and I was like, oh, that's it. She's dead. And honestly, both guys must be in a world of hurt this morning. This was kind of brutal. It all changed when Sakura went for her moonsault, but Rio got out of the way. Although Rio then went for her double stomp and she missed that too. And when they hit the ropes, Rio decided, well, I'm going to get you with a crucifix pin. But then kind of mid-motion went, actually, no, I'm going to turn this into the sunset flip, which I deem to be the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up, and she pinned her. But that was a great finish to a great match, to the point I am going to give it an up. We need to feature these two more. Bring it down, the roll-up counter goes up by one over both AEW and WWE, but I do not care. Once again, is it overused? Yes, but does it have less of an impact when it follows something as good as this? The answer is also yes. We then got another video for Revolution, this time focusing on the three-way for the women's title. And I'm very excited about that one too, because I believe there will be shenanigans when Powerhouse Hobbs absolutely wrecked Sir Pentagon. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards.
Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Or at least we think it's the Pentacle, you never know. Bless this masked man too, because he actually tried to jump Hobbs. So William was just like, no, absolutely crushed him before he hit that burning hammer type maneuver and he got the one, two, three. He also had his giant sonic ring here, so he's basically Dr. Robotnik and everybody loved him, especially when he got the mic and said, I want the TNT Championship because we are in his hometown. And here's the thing with Hobbs, he's ready. He is ready to fly to the next level. It is time to pull the trigger. He's so damn good. He's found it, who knows why? I guess it's just experience, but I am giving it up. I'm excited about the future for Mr. Hobbs. Interestingly, Rene Paquette was then interviewing Takesta. Huh. Now he was saying he realizes that he hasn't got a big win recently and maybe he needs to go back to Japan and train again. When Don Callis walked in and said, or I could be your right hand man, or I can also give you a lift to an airport if you do want to go back to the east. That made me laugh. I was like, what a nice guy. I do enjoy this though, because Don Callis is so good at what he does. And if we are trying to take Takesta up to the main event level, I actually think Don will help with that. So we will wait and see, but this could be a good story. And then, my word. So we cut to Mark Briscoe, who was cutting a promo, and it's just the greatest thing you will ever see in your life. Make sure you go and watch this today. It'll make you feel warm and fuzzy in your tum-tum. It'll remind you to tell your loved ones that you do love them and to kiss them and to hug them. And it ended with the Lucha Brothers walking into shop because they are gonna be on the AEW Revolution pre-show. That's all I need to say about it. Some things are better left unsaid, and the main takeaway being that you do need to go and watch it. I love Mark Briscoe. I think he is such a dude, especially with everything he's been through. So I'm just gonna give it him up and remind everyone to keep his family and friends and all the thoughts and feelings in your hearts. I can't even imagine. We then got more Revolution promotion as all the tag teams were saying, I'm going to win the tag team titles, so one of them were lying. When it was Swerve Strickland and Parker Bordeaux versus Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes, and this was a terrific main event. Keith Lee also now wears a cape to the ring, and honestly, he looked like a Sith Lord here, so I was like, well, I didn't think I could like Keith Lee any more than I already do, but I was wrong. And every single person here just pulled it out the bag, other than, yes, Parker Bordeaux. But here is the thing. If you want him to get better, you have to give him the experience to get better, and the only way to give him the experience is to allow him to have experience. What? It is true though, so rather than get on his case, why don't we support him, send him some positive vibes, and hope that he does improve. I mean, loads of people have said he does have the potential, so just chill out and let's see what happens. And even with all that, this was still great. Dustin and Strickland got into it at one point, and as we learned recently, they have such good chemistry. But the other storyline here 
is that you didn't want Keith Lee to tag in because he would grab you and just throw you towards the sun. I really like how we use Keith. He also got the hot tag at one point, but he wasn't wearing his cape then. So I was like, oh, that's a bit sad. But he did see Parker Baudreau and he absolutely kicked the crap out of him. I mean, not literally because that would make me stop watching. And then we did get to Swerve versus Keith Lee. And once again, they just got me so excited for their future programming. And when they do do their one-on-one -on -one match, it has to be on the biggest stage because we've been telling this story for ages. And once again, they just work very well together. Wonderfully too, all the moves Swerve tried on Keith Lee basically didn't do anything. So Keith just grabbed him and slammed him down. But this is when Parker noticed it wasn't going well for his friend. So he whacked Keith Lee right in the testicles. Doesn't matter how big you are, it's gonna hurt. Strickland absolutely loved this though, because he then used Keith Lee's body as some kind of a platform and in a moonsault onto Dustin Rhodes. And I'm sorry, but that is absolutely ludicrous. Everybody was then hitting all the moves, including a cross body and there was a bulldog and a flatliner, when of course Dustin made sure to hit his destroyer, which he loves to do. But Lee had all of these beat, because he grabbed Dustin Rhodes, he picked him up, and he threw him at Swerve, and because Strickland is an asshole, he ducked. Instead, we hit Parker Bordreau when Keith Lee hit that jackhammer variation that he does do, and he got the three. And honestly, the last five minutes of this were true, true fun. No, I am going to give it an up because, again, it did get me excited about the future, and it's a little sad we're not doing this at Revolution. And we got one final angle, too, because Chris Jericho was on commentary, started to go, Rookie Starks, I'm going to absolutely destroy you. When Rick turned up behind him, they started to brawl, and that's how Rampage went off air. So again, it did exactly what it needed to do to get you to at least try and buy the pay-per-view. But when it comes to the show overall, giving it an up. Now, please do click the video on the screen for SmackDown ups and downs to make sure you support all the ups and downs, because why the hell not? It sounds like a good thing to do. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Head over to whatculture.com where you can keep up to date with all the wrestling news. And we're on social media at WhatCultureWWE and Simon Miller 316 Do the dance. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.